kind of a weird way yeah. that's really cool, which is what's really grown on me with like uh, rewatching the film, especially um, because the, the first time I watched it, I was definitely like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, um, me like, too. Like, 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 <laughs> like I can see where the inspirations are coming from and I can I can appreciate, you know, like the the, the, the filmmaking that's being done and everything like that. But there was at a, there I was at a certain point like full out just going, OK, this isn't as crazy as something like Argento's like Inferno, which is like almost yeah. just on a set piece level, like pure nonsense, but <laughs> amazing nonsense, obviously. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure out, you know, it, it walks that line of like, you know, being disorienting and surreal and just kind of flat out weird. Yeah. Um, while also like kind of grounding you in like this very basic story of this 13 year old, um, boy who, you know, he, he just, he has this sort of, uh, d- d- deep feeling inside of him that his brother is going to leave him. So he keeps following his brother around town who is investigating sort of the loss of his friend, Tommy, who's the guy we saw in kind of like the opening scene. And I, I do like kind of like the, again, just sort of like the strange ways that Coscarelli goes about, uh, like capturing those feelings. Like we yeah. get most of them from this sequence where the boy goes to like this grandmother, like seer woman. And <laughs> yeah. he, he starts telling her about all of these, you know, sort of anxieties and kind of fears that he has. And, you know, he, we get like these flashback moments that were probably longer scenes in the original film of like, the brother out on the road and, you know, teaching him how to work on his Plymouth Barracuda, you know, <laughs> sort of like matte black car and everything. And there's little lines about how funerals kind of like give, give, give me the creeps. I think is something the brother says at, at, at one point too, but I, and, and it's edited between these two sequences where like you're getting what the younger brother is doing, what the older brother is doing. And, these sort of like subjective flashback dream moments that are the kids that, which is him trying to express his feelings to the grandmother. So you get all of this kind of edited into like sort of like one thing and it, it ends up turning into like these, you know, crazy moments that don't make physical sense where like, you know, the brother is talking about how he's trying to like kind of get out of town. And then meanwhile, the brother is just riding a bike down the street. Yeah. Uh, like while he's away saying from that, Michael. Yeah, and Michael's yeah, like chasing and Mike him on the like side chasing, of the street. Like. Yeah, yeah, he's like chasing him, and it 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 just it, again it, it's dropping sort of like logic and narrative filmmaking to capture to to be expressive to yeah, capture this exactly. kid's fears of abandonment and of sort of death being manifested in this kind of dreamy um, sort of shooting and and cutting style um, that that the film has, and I love too that this ends up. Um, the the grandmother uh, ends up kind of solving his problem at the beginning of the film. Yeah, he doesn't understand how or why by giving him this test. And I thought that it was really cool because this test is actually and it just it just so happens because I'm literally just reading the book right now. Um, it, it's it's the same test from Dune, oh, which is nice. in the very opening the opening uh, chapter of Dune, and which I'm sure will you know be represented in the movie. I could already see it in the trailer, which is this test where you put your hand into this box, and in Dune it's just it kind of inflicts him with pain, and they even tell him that there's going to be pain in the box and in order to 
pass the test, you just kind of have to accept it. You have to not be afraid of it. You have to just you know, let it be a thing that's going to happen. And if you do that, it doesn't happen. And that's exactly what this kid does where, you know, they, they, his hand, you know, the, the mystery of why they're telling him to put a hand in the box is freaking him out. And the fear is causing him pain. And she's going, it, 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 it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. So they were just like, you know, uh, you know, that was all in your mind. Uh, you know, there was nothing in the box and that's kind of like the, 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 the test that they, they give this boy and they eventually say, if you just don't fear, it won't hurt. And yeah. that is kind accept. of like a lesson you're, su- yeah, if you just accept it on, on, on some level, if you aren't, if you don't let it control you or make you afraid and that ends up being like super important because this whole yeah. movie is a kid, you know, dealing with these grown up realities of, you know, people are sometimes in your life and then sometimes they're not in your life and like that. You know, it, it, it makes sense for a kid to kind of come up with this surreal, surreal, supernatural reasoning why that would happen. Right. Because I think they say that be, they lost because their it parents. makes sense. Yeah. And they lost yeah. their parents when they were even younger than they are now, I think. Um, yeah. So yep. Mike definitely has a, a fear of death and he feels abandoned, even though obviously it wasn't his parents fault. But I think that that correlation draws right to his relationship with his brother, where he feels like even though his brother is still alive, uh, we think so far um, mm-hmm. that, you know, he, he could still leave him and it would be the same type of abandonment that he felt when his parents passed away. And so it's kind of like yeah, the, the, Mike's the, the, the idea of, of his death. brother. Yeah. The, the, the idea that his brother would just be like, I'm going to move out of this small town in my nice car and go live a different life. That to him is the same, you know, he's experiencing the same feelings as if, you know, his parents died. Right. Right. Which is, you know, obviously it's, you know, it's very kind of childish, which is kind of like the point of the, the movie as well, that all of this is from the point of view um, of, of a child yes. and what a child would find particularly scary too, which is always kind of fun, even though there are some stuff that's genuinely scary. But I did find, you know, some of the things like being chased by like a silver sphere. Like at first it's just kind of ridiculous. You're like, wait, yeah. what? That's, yeah, that's, that's uh, but then obviously you see that thing uh, actually uh, take the spike knife out or whatever land what in the kill. dude's skull and start drilling into his skull and then shooting you know uh, leaking blood like everywhere a fountain yeah just <laughs> yeah unbelievable and they also have some really cool like it's almost like predator vision where they go into the spheres I don't know if it's like it's technology yeah. if it's got a working brain I don't fucking know but it, it, it has all, this, all the like, sci-fi lore black. here is hilarious yeah yeah it's got this like red and black vision as it